cmpradio.net, the voice of Chester. What's up? What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Welcome back to Holds the Whole podcast on CMP Radio. CMPradio.net, the voice of Chester. You already know it. You already know what it is. You already know who I am. But in case you don't, in case this might be your first time tuning in, welcome. I'm Born Leader. This is Holds the Whole podcast. This is a podcast where, where we feed the soul, where we get down and dirty into the depths of a man or woman and, and find the truth, find the truth about your pain, the truth about your purpose, the truth about trauma. And when we when we feed your soul, because there's a lot of souls that's starving out there, that's yearning for more, that's looking for guidance and direction. Well, we wanna we wanna be that guidance. I wanna be that guidance and direction for you, you know, so you can uh, navigate the path to where you need to be. So that's what this is. That's what I'm about. Welcome once again. Listen, I'm very excited this morning. Crazy excited, crazy blessed, you know, just thankful for everything, past, present, and future. Today, I got some people with me, some guests on the show with me. Um, Oh my goodness. I'm a I'ma let them introduce themselves, but let me just let me just, you know, say their names, you know, and then I'ma just pass it to them and they go and introduce and kind of go into more detail about who they are. Um, but I have Miss Ramona Phillips here. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Blessed. Blessed. Thank you for being here. I'm glad to be here. And then I got my man, uh, Marquise, superstar, marvelous, Botley. <laughs> What's going on with you, bro? I'm good, bro. You already know. Me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for being here as well. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Um, man, when I started, so y'all know that when I first began this podcast, though, right? Like, when I first began it, um, I had guest interviews. You know, I had guests coming on the show. And just, you know, and sharing their graceful journey of life, sharing their testimony, right? Um, you know, but then but then I just felt like a little, you know, a shift. You know what I mean? Like, like, okay, you know, you got guests coming on, they sharing, they sharing what they sharing, but but I think I need to lay the foundation with just me just to start off with, right? You know, so then it so then it kind of went to just me for a while. It's been it's been me for a while and and, and, you know, great things have been, you know, just shared on here, great things being said. But um, but then, you know, as the word got more out and, and uh, you know, like the views was going up and I was sharing the podcast and just different things, you know, more people got in tune with it. You know, um, 
you know, Marvelous hit me like, bro, man, you talk, you talking, you talking good on there. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. And then he, he, um, you know, hooked me up with his aunt and different things. So, you know, y'all see what's going on right now, right? Y'all see, we just, you know, the word is spreading, you know, more people are just tuning in. Great things are happening. So anyway, let me shut up. Let me shut up. <laughs> um, let me, let me pass it to, uh, Miss Ramona Phillips and, and please say a few things about yourself. Introduce yourself on okay. CMP. Okay. Hey guys, I'm Ramona Phillips, the Healthy Mind Strategist, also a radio talk show host or a radio host on Reach Gospel Radio. I am a peer support specialist, right? That means I help help people that's in recovery, basically, right? I'm also a speaker and a best-selling author. I'm a presenter with NAMI, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, a presenter with the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention and Vice President of Communications with Speranza Human Compassion Project. And I probably left something out. But anyway, I'm a people person. I'm a woman of God. And to me, it's all about kingdom business. Now, um, I, love the, I love the title from Holes, the title of this podcast, From Holes to Whole. Because, you know, God, you know, there was a time when I was broken. There was a time when I was very broken and did not know who I was. And I didn't even know that I was broken, okay? Mm-hmm. I was stuck in, I call it survival mindset, right? Where, or, or some people call it our false selves so, because many of us struggle with even knowing who we are or knowing our true identity when we don't really know the Lord. Now, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but our true identity is in Christ, our true identity Amen. is in our creator, Amen. right? But what happens is we go through trauma, right? We, we're born and we go through all of this stuff in life. And then our mindset begins to shift and we, we acquire certain belief systems. And we have our parents who weren't perfect, right? We have mm-hmm. our parents that we saw go through some stuff that weren't perfect. And then we acquire these certain belief systems, not even realizing that some of those belief systems are, is a little off or shifting our perception of ourselves, of people, of places, things, life, period. And we don't even know that we're living our life kind of stuck in. It's all about survival or fight or flight, you know what I mean? Like getting stuck in, um, like, for example, reacting, reacting. So like I said, when my, when I saw my mother in um, abusive relationships, I didn't say that, but my mother was like in her twenties and thirties. Okay. She was in these toxic relationships. Now I'm the eldest. Well, I'm I'm the eldest fee. I'm the eldest. I'm the second, wait a minute. I'm the second child. Okay. So I, I like to say I'm the eldest, but most of the time there is, I do have an older brother that's two years older than me, which means I have six younger siblings, right? Wow. Which means I had a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. at a very early age. And my mom used to call me like, like the second mommy. And when I, by, by the time I got a certain age, I kind of resented that. Right. Mm-hmm. Because what had happened was I turned, I turned into the caretaker. I was trying to t- take care of everybody at a very young age. And then at some point I started pulling away from that and started rebelling against that. And because I was um, full of um, fear and shame and anxiety and my self-esteem wasn't good. So I started experimenting with drugs and alcohol by the age of 13 years old, Mm -hmm. 13, 14 years old. We was already drinking um, old English 800. I remember when (laughs) old English came 800 came out. Right. So, you know, but we were all like, tra- have been traumatized. Wait, one second, one second. <laughs> um, 
800. Telling my age so, now. Yeah, right? how old? How old? I'm how how old was I? Yeah, well, like when you started. The old about English, 13 or four, I'm gonna say 14. We was 14 years really? old. 14 doing different stuff like that. Yeah, that's, and 14, wow. 14, wow. and you and you, it's crazy. amazing when you really think about it because. You'd be surprised how many children really start off drinking, yeah. right, and smoking at, at, maybe at, at 12 and like 12, 13. That's around that age, 14 and all that. Right. So I gave all of that stuff up real early. <laughs> right. Real early. So, and, and then the drug stuff was mostly experimental stuff. And I've always been afraid to be, you know, a drug addict or even an alcoholic because my dad was an alcoholic. And I used to have this mentality or I had this perception that that alcohol took my father away from me. Mm -hmm. Remember, but I was a little girl thinking like that because I remember begging my father not to drink. And I was like three. Mm. Okay. Daddy, please don't drink. I remember that. You know why? Because it was traumatic for me. (laughs) I was already going through trauma even as before I turned five years old. Mm -hmm. So by the time I... Got in, you know, got in, be something. By the time I started school, I was seeing my mother in these toxic relationships, was okay. a, which was affecting my mental health. Absolutely. But I didn't know it. Absolutely. I didn't know it until right. <laughs> right. some weird things started happening. <laughs> like some boy was bullying me when I was like eight or nine years old, and I took a butcher knife to school. Oof. And just by the grace of God, God, you know, Somebody real found out you got this, this, this girl got this knife. I, I remember running out to school, feeling like a little fugitive, but I was so confused. Like, why would I even, what made me think it was okay to protect myself that way? But once again, I was seeing my mother in those abusive mm-hmm. relationships. I was already emotionally and mentally, it was, you know, take, you know, it was, it was messing with my mind, my heart. Right. Right. And, you know, and as I got, as I got older, um, I ended up in toxic relationships just behind the fact of learned behavior. Learn behavior. I remember yeah. saying I was not going to do it, you know, when I was like, you know, you're 18, 19. I'm not going to do what mommy did. Yes, you are. Because <laughs> you, for the, or somewhere along the line, you're going to do it. Somewhere along the line. So I realized um, I'm in these toxic relationships, almost losing my one life. Second. Let me Let me stop you for one yeah, second. Yeah, because I can because I, Yeah, yeah, because I didn't <clears throat> want to forget about... That. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so before before we keep diving into um, Miss Ramona's story, mm-hmm. powerful testimony of of, of pain and and fi- discovery, self discovery, healing, redemption, restoration. Let let me let me um, allow my brother, uh, marvelous Marquise, to just introduce himself, say say a few things because I love this brother right here. So um, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Come on, Mar. Uh, uh name Mar. Marvelous Beats. A lot of people know me as Marvelous or whatever. Uh, well known throughout the Tri-State area for mm-hmm. production and uh, artistry and engineering and stuff like that. Um, but um, basically, my story is um, I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety for the last probably five years. Mm. Drug-induced. Uh, not I've drugged myself or nothing like that. I was drugged by somebody. So oh, wow. I, I was mentally like uh, stable my whole life or whatever, mm. for the most part. And uh, just situations, just hanging out with the wrong crowds and just doing too much, moving too fast. Right, right, gotcha. Moving too fast, not, you know what I mean? Yep. I was like, uh, what Charlie Sheen say? Uh, one speed. Uh, go. <laughs> gotcha. I was on, on go. Just, but you know, that field that we in, the music field. Yeah, yeah So it's yeah. like, 
Yeah. I signed a publishing deal five years ago with okay. New Lane Entertainment. So I was signed to PNB Rock. Mm-hmm. And around that time, it was like I had a, a single on the album. I had the first single on the album. Mm-hmm. I was going back and forth to Philly. They was paying me to do certain things. I'm taking my cousins out to shows and we doing all types of stuff. And uh, right, right. At the time, I'm working at a bar as a cook. Mm-hmm. So I'm coordinating everything there as well. Yep. yep. And um, got and I was I had a, a lot of relationships there with a lot of people because I ran the show. And word got out that I signed a publishing deal. I think mm-hmm. that was me. Um, just jealousy. Mm, wow. wow. Jealousy. That's crazy. Slip some PCP in my drink. Take what? It, boom. Woke up in the hospital. Had a trip. Well, actually, I had a trip trip. Like, I would, like, I didn't, it didn't hit me till I got home. Uh-huh. I got home to my, my girl and my son. Right. And I just flew out the door. Boom. What? Back and forth, up down the street, take my clothes off. Boom, boom. I just remember a cop saying, uh, Get him or we gonna shoot him or something like that. Oh, and I just hear my my son, mom, like he don't do drugs, like this, he don't smoke nothing, like. Wow. So then when she said that, I just remember the ambulance coming. Then I woke up in the hospital, with my mom and my son, mom or whatever. And then I read the chart. It said PCP. I'm like PCP. I'm like, oh my goodness. So then I was cool. My son's birthday was the next day, so I just want to get out the hospital. I get out the hospital, and we I take him to Funplex or something like that. We there. And then it just hit me, panic attack. First panic attack ever. I had to go outside. I'm like, what the hell was this? Yeah. And then I had my second one when we got home. Oh I had goodness. so many. I had wow. about 40 in a week. They mm. just kept my bed ready at the hospital. So what happens is if you have a certain amount of panic attacks within a short span, mm-hmm. you go into the realization. You could get stuck in there. So that's where I went at. And I was there for years. I'm still there, but I'm feeding out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I got like floaters, and it feel like you're not where you at. But it's like a mental illness. But instead of coping with it with psychiatry and stuff like that, yeah, I went to the bottom, and that just kept me afloat for the last five years. Where'd you go again? To the, the bottle. bottle. To the Li- bottle. Liquor. Got you. Got you. Okay. Okay. Got you. Got you. <clears throat> but not necessarily liquor. I don't drink hard liquor like that. Got you. Got with you. Beer. Like you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that kept me afloat just to get to sleep, to get to the next day. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, feel you. You know what I mean? You know, I, I just want to get to the next day. Take yeah. care of my son. Boom, boom. Anxiety is vicious. Like, a lot of people don't understand. Oh, it is. It's a vicious thing. Like, the it cycle is. was crazy because it's so many it's so many components that come with it, mm-hmm. from physical to mental to everything. So yeah, yeah, a yeah. person, like, like, I've been around people when I've been uncomfortable, and they'll trigger me. Like, I'll be going through, like, chest pains, palpitations, mm-hmm. headaches. Yeah. I'm about to go on a flight mode, and they'll say something like, yeah, but I got allergies. And I'll be looking at them like, boy, give me them allergies. <laughs> but they don't understand that because you can't put yourself in another person's shoes. Absolutely. But I had to learn that over time. Like, they're just not going to get it. Yeah. They never understand it. You know what I mean? So, wow. just learning on a day-to-day basis, I just built myself up mm-hmm. from, the, from the five years ago to now. So, like. Around this summertime, July would be year five. Okay, got so, you, got you. Wow. Yeah, so basically that's my story. Like, just dealing with anxiety, depression, stuff like that over the last couple of years. Just been an up and down type of thing. But now, i just really been locking in. Uh, I pretty much got a, a hold on things, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Foundation with my child. Uh, I tried not to, I was so focused on finances when I was down there. Like, I... Cause when you in a situation like that, it's like yeah. 
it's hard to have a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like my doctor was like, you might want to go get SSI and just do your little side hustles or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, because I'm, I'm normal. I'm yeah. 30 years old. <laughs> I'm not about to be in here. You know what I mean? I got a, a, a seven-year-old son. And I got to raise him. And I don't want him to. Like, I never show him a. He don't know nothing wrong with me. Right. I lock in like that with him. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I lock in like that. Like, yeah. I go on the apps. I got the Calm app. I, I do everything possible to just, to just, to be here. Right. To be here. Because I'm not, like, I've just never been big into giving up. And then you start doom scrolling when you first get anxiety, depression, mm. and stuff. Once you start oh, doom yeah, scrolling, yeah. you see other people's stories. Yep. So I was reading them other stories, and I'm like, let me get off here. These yeah. people, right. they killing themselves and all types of stuff. I'm not, yeah. That ain't even in my, you know Exactly. What I mean? That's right. And I was there before, though. I was like, I could just hang this up. Like, yeah. just get rid of this, because... Who wants to wake up every day yeah. and go through that? But it's a process at the end of the day. And I just said to myself, you know what? That's powerful. I got, like, my, ch- my child basically saved me. Because if he wasn't here, ain't no telling where I would have went. Mm. Ain't no telling where I would have directed my That's good. My, 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 my aura, my energy, and everything else. I Absolutely. probably would have just been like, I ain't got nothing to lose. Right. Even right. though I got, my, I got my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, stuff like that. But when you don't have... Get your own foundation. Right. That's right. My child. That's mm-hmm. right. I probably would have went. Ain't no telling what I would have did, especially in an environment where I'm at. Absolutely. Right. Ain't Absolutely. no telling where it could have went. But like I said, I, I grew up in a spiritual family right yep. now. <laughs> my aunt, she always kept me in church. If I wasn't there for the summer or uh, I was with my Uncle June, he had me in the churches. And so and my grandma was super spiritual. And, right. Like, right. So it's... I wasn't lost. Right, gotcha. If gotcha. I didn't have that around me, yeah, yeah, ain't no telling where I'd be at right I know, now. That's right. Wow. I heard that. That's powerful. Yeah, just um, one one key thing about um, well, so many things just stood out to me when you were just outlining that and sharing that. But but the thing that I like when you said about you know you know you were you were doom scrolling. Oh yeah. And um, you know, mm-hmm. so you seen you seen like what other people was saying about you know their their stories or their um something going on with my mic um you know their their stories about yeah like what was related to my situation yeah right 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 and um but i like when you said you know that you that you had to like get off that right and um so what i what i heard just you know just quickly when you said that was just like you know what to you gotta you gotta turn you gotta tune out or turn off like the voices around you. That's the that's devil. Right. Yeah. My mom told me that shit. She's mm-hmm. like, that's what you in that. He wants you to do that. Yeah. That's, that's where right. he wants you at. That's the space that he wants you in. Yeah. So yeah. when I was in there, I was locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Every little, because now the heart palpitations is a heart attack. So mm-hmm. now my health is on the line now. So now I'm mentally over there and I'm like, I'm about to die. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here now. Now uh, the headaches is a brain tumor. The constant sense of anxiety yeah. is just yeah. the confirmation that it's a brain tumor. Right. Somebody, somebody said, "Thankful for for thinking. a praying grandmother." So I just wanted to shout <laughs> that out. Yeah, thankful for <laughs> a praying grandmother is real. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but go ahead. So yeah, the doom scrolling. Like even yeah. with health conditions, if you have a health condition, I don't recommend you doom scroll because right. it could just be something minor, and you think it's something else. Yeah, right. Think, and that's what I was doing. I'm self-diagnosing myself, and then. I eventually got to my doctor. In there. And once my doctor read yeah. my chart, mm-hmm. he automatically put me on antidepressants. So I go home, like take a half a pill a day, and then next week start a whole pill. I did it. And I was still in a dark space, but I was happy. Yeah. And then I was like, hold on. The pills is giving me artificial happiness. I threw them away. 
Wow. Now that that was that's so key right there. Mm-hmm. Like that is so artificial happiness. Yeah. It's just sad, it's just medi- like, it's it was just medicating just, it. Yeah, it was you know ibuprofen. I mean? It was covering up the pain. Right. That's right. all it was. And I yeah. was smiling and laughing and stuff. But it. at the end of the day, you gotta get to the root of the, the, the root situation. Stuff. That's right. And that's and that's what this is, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's what right. that's what this podcast is. It's like yeah. it's getting it's getting down to the root. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um not not covering up. Right, like That's not. Right. It's like you, you got pain, you got trauma, you got whatever you might be going through, and, right. and so many. And like, I feel like our culture is just like you know this, um, you know, like medi- medication culture, right? Yeah. Let's let's just take something, yeah. let's do something just to dull the pain, to cover it up for yeah. for a moment, yep. momentarily, right? Let's let's cover it. Yeah, let's take this prescription, you know, to cover it up <coughs> temporarily. Mm-hmm. But real, but real healing, right? Spiritual healing, right? right? God's redemptive power is like, yo, once, once you, once you get a, you know, once this happens to you, you know what that's I mean? Right. That's it. That's right. That's it. You know what I mean? It goes down to the root of the problem, to exactly. the core of the that's problem, right? right? That's that's right. And right. and healed you from the inside out. Sometimes we can't do it by ourselves. We can't we can't yeah. do it by ourselves. I I too like Marquise. I used to be on antidepressants many years ago, mm-hmm. and but I also realized and that was before Google and all of that. But I realized that. Antidepressants is supposed to be something that's supposed to be temporary for like maybe yeah. three or four months or something like that. And really, you're supposed to wean yourself off of them. So that's what I did. I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take this for three, four months, <laughs> and I'm gonna start weaning myself off. And that's exactly what I did because I knew I needed to deal with the root cause. The root cause. The right. root cause. Right. The fear, facing the stuff I didn't want to face that happened, and stuff that I witnessed, and things like yep, that. Yep. I had to take responsibility for my own thinking. For my feelings, the emotions mm. are important, and how we manage our emotions is even more important. It's crucial. That's what I just said on like different things that you're saying right now. It's like you know, if if you were to scroll back to like the previous episodes, I was <laughs> I was talking about all this, sure. right? And so um yeah, like just recently, I had an episode about the personal responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um you know that was that was you know in the same vein of just like you know um. You know, you gotta you gotta take res- you know responsibility for how you respond, right? So it's not it's not necessarily what happened to you. You're not responsible for everything that happens. That's right. But you are responsible for how you respond how to the respond. event that happens. Yeah. Right. And um, you know, and and that's the personal accountability and responsibility and different things that you have to accept and own. That's right. And um, you know, as as forgiveness for. You know, because it's like, okay, this this terrible thing happened to me. Wasn't my fault. I was I was young at the time. My parents divorced. I witnessed, you know, this abuse. You know, somebody slipped me this. Right. That wasn't my fault. I was abused. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but uh, but it's important because, you know, when you are hurt, though, you know what I mean? That that expression hurt people hurt people. That's Mm -hmm. right. Oh, man. It's like, you know, that's real. That helps with forgiveness as well. Yeah, absolutely. that helps with forgiving other people and forgiving ourselves. Yeah, because that's another way we get set free. Yeah. Forgiveness. That's right. Forgiveness. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Which is a choice. (laughs) Which is a choice is a choice. I've learned. I learned. Choose to forgive and then ask God to heal the heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Choose to forgive and then ask God. I choose to forgive because God says we must forgive, right? Because he forgave yeah. us, right? 
Oh, yeah. Then after I choose yeah. to forgive, I say, God, now I need you to heal my heart because I'm still was disappointed or hurt, hurt. You know, sometimes those thoughts will still come back or what the person said or did right. or whatever that anger might still, something might still trigger that anger. So if the anger, so if you're still being triggered, you still right. got to continue to ask God to heal the heart. Right. And then after a while, you realize it's not triggering you anymore. Right. Right. Powerful. Wow. Powerful. Yeah. So, um, you know, Please continue just on, oh, you know, different things you okay. were saying about your, your okay. testimony. And, pray, and, you know, I also learned the importance of praying for other people. So going back to my testimony where I, okay. All right. So like I said, I ended up in these toxic, toxic relationships and almost losing my life as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And at some point, just, I mean, it's like a long, it's a long story. But the bottom line is my first, I was married twice. My first husband was in a terrible accident two days before we were splitting up. Two days, two days. Mm-hmm. He had two, two days before we was finally, I finally found the courage to leave this relationship. Mm-hmm. He was in a very tragic accident. Gotcha. But he lived five years later. He lived five years as a result. He lived, I'm pretty sure that was through prayer because right. he lived five years after the accident, but okay. he partially paralyzed some brain damage and all, gotcha. but still can understand a lot of things and remember mm-hmm. all of his partying friends and all of that, mm-hmm. the friends, people he was hanging out and things like that. I was wishing that he would have forgot about all those people. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, long story short, God showed me that still I, it's okay to let go of that relationship. And I did be, before he died. He, right. you know, I just didn't know he was going to die. But anyway, second relationship, my husband, when, I mean, we go back, my first husband had bought bipolar, but I didn't know he was bipolar. Okay. Right? My second husband, I had got married some years later. My second husband had borderline personality disorder. I had never heard of it. Mm. I really felt like I was living with two people. I can see the shift in his personality, mm-hmm. shift in his behavior, how he would constantly contradict himself. Wow. And borderline That's personality deep. disorder actually is getting, sadly to say, it's, it's more, a lot more popular than a, oh, yeah. a lot of people realize it. Mm. People don't realize you might be with someone in a relationship with someone. You don't understand why their behavior is shifting, like their whole personality is shifting. They're not just got a little attitude today or angry today mm-hmm. their whole personality is shifting they telling you they arguing with you about something they swear out they did not do yesterday or say yesterday right i saw my mom go through the, through something very similar in a relationship when she was very young and that's when i started getting that little awakening like people really can have like different personalities and then i started reading stories like sybil Remember that movie? You remember remember the movie Sybil? Sybil, well, that's an old old movie, but mm-hmm. she had a lot of personalities. But she got this, she got delivered, but she she was in therapy for years and all of that. But right. the bottom line is, we have to take responsibility for how we're thinking. I um, and that's what happened. I was stuck in that victim mindset, or why, right. you know, about all the things that happened to me. And then God began to show me. Like you said, it's, it's, it's how we respond to what happened to us. Right. It's how we look, we, but we still have to look back because we can, we're not our past. We're, we're, I say we're the, lesson, we're the lessons from our past, right? Mm-hmm. But we still have to look back at what happened to us. And, I, and people, a lot of us don't want to take a look <laughs> at what happened. It's scary, well, yeah, right? Yeah. It's scary, it hurts, right? And then we run from the feelings, right? But we have to stop, I, I, I've learned that we have to stop attaching in danger to the feelings whenever the feelings come up it doesn't mean we're in danger again yeah or the or we have we in other words we don't we're not reliving it we don't want to relive the experience in our mind mm-hmm. we have to remind ourselves i'm not in this situation i feel uncomfortable when i go back and think about it mm-hmm. but i'm not really in the situation again i'm yeah. just but i 
got to allow the feelings to come up. I didn't tell you guys, I spent 28 days in the Tampa Bay Florida Re Rehabilitation Center just because of trauma. Mm -hmm. When I got there in 1992, when they decided, because that's what they do, they do blood tests, they do urine, you know, urine tests and everything, they said she's not drug addict, she's not on drugs, she's not an alcoholic. They said she's codependent. Mm -hmm. I said, what's that? He said, you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> and then before I know it, the next day I was in this group and in that group and, you know, in therapy and all of these classes of professors. You know, they even had professors teaching us about drugs and alcohol and things like that. You go to another class. So it was really a, it was really a very different experience, but I had to just surrender to God. What happened before that is I surrendered to God and said, God, yeah. help me. Yeah. I was in this toxic relationship. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I asked God to help me. And God began to show me what to do, and I just followed the process. He said, go, right. to, go right, to your right. job, go to your job. They had an employee assistance program. Mm -hmm. I went to my employee assistance program. I didn't realize it, but well, because I, I was depressed. I was very depressed, mm -hmm. and I just went and told them. They said, well, what's going on with you? I began to talk about my relationship. They knew right away, no, you up there taking care of him, and you're not loving yourself. They didn't tell me that, but I'm telling you what I learned. Gotcha. You up there taking care of him, and you're used to taking care of everybody, and you got mm -hmm. all these siblings. and You know, you give them some of your background, and people that, <clears throat> excuse me, people that, that's, you know, that's been trained in this, they know, oh, wow, this is what's going on with her. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know what's going on right. with her. But and she's stuffing her feelings. She's not really saying how she feels, so on and so forth. And by the time I got the rehab, I remember being in group one day and they, you know, just like they had my file or whatever, just like a patient. And I didn't know they was going to purposely trigger me that day. Right. Right. Oh, they purposely triggered me. I came up in there with my, in my false self acting like I'm, I had it all together right. and they'd be purposely triggered me. But yeah. then the tears started flowing, gotcha. Gotcha. you know, and that's what I needed to do. I needed to give myself permission to feel, to cry, to release. Yeah. It was about the release. That's and powerful right there. It's yeah. about the release. Yep. Give yourself permission to 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 feel it, to cry. Yeah, right? okay. men, men and women. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's just a release. Crying is really just about releasing right. some pent up um emotions, right? Sometimes that, you that need to cry. Expressed. Yeah. 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 Just cry. Now exactly. let's admit it that we feel better when we cry, don't we? Yes, don't we feel, feel better when we cry? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Alone, but yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, I mean, we don't cry for everybody, right? right? Majority of us cry by ourselves, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, or maybe yeah, with yeah. that one trusted person, right? Yeah, like but that. come on, we, I know I felt better when I released some of that because it helped release that anger. Yeah, you know, you just start realize you start calming down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like you know, um, we have so much stuff that be bottled up inside, That's right? right? That we that we try to suppress. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think. I think that's one of um, I think that's one of the the major causes of depression, right? It is. is first because of suppression. It is. You know it what I'm is. saying? This it is stuff that's bottled up inside, that's brewing, and that that you try to hide and keep suppressed, and then you know that leads to depression because it's like I'm trying to keep this bottled in. You know this this internal things, right? You know stuff from my past. Mm -hmm. You know stuff that I'm holding on to, worry. stuff that I haven't released, right? That's why right, worry stuff we worry about. Yeah, yeah. That thing is like and so. Uh, we live in a society now where as though you can't tell nobody nothing. Yeah, but that's true too. So it's like no, like the release back in the days was like you would go to somebody, you could talk to somebody, absolutely. You would give somebody some information that you can't give nobody else. But absolutely. The power of social media. Subtweeting and texting and all of that. Right. You will tell somebody something and look on the internet and then the shoe fit. You be like, hey, this person up here 
Right. Tell them I, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, it's like, exactly. So, so, what that, so what that does is make everybody furthermore suppress. Yeah. Because it's right. like, I can't tell nobody nothing That's else. So right. the it's more shame. problems that wow. I get, the more I'm going to hold on to all of this, then the more I'm going to cry alone. Right. Oh, man, the shame kicks that's in. Powerful. That's, that's powerful. another thing. People are really feeling shameful. Yeah. People are embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you can't tell nobody nothing. Like the suicide race is crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I'm yeah. talking about kids. Yeah. Young little be children. A four year old should know how to kill themselves. Exactly. Yo. Exactly. That just tells you the power. Like these, these the phones and the technology. Like back in the day, they didn't have that. Like, right, exactly. You had to run to a pay phone. I remember, remember, I remember that? having to remember a phone number. Right, I don't remember nobody's right. phone number. I know. Exactly. We were just yeah. talking about that. Yeah. It's crazy. I had my grandma's number. It was better then. I had everybody's number right here. Yeah. You go to that pay phone, put that quarter in there. Anybody yeah. number. You know what I mean? But now it's like. I'm you remember one person's phone, phone number. You're doing good. Some people don't know their own cell number. That's crazy. Some That's crazy. Some people don't know their own social security number. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild out here. <laughs> but in the midst of all of that, we still got choices. Yeah. And yeah. it's all it's about discipline too. Yes, it is. But if you don't know any better. Yeah, if you don't know no better. You know, you know, you can't you. you know, you don't know, you don't know that you have a choice when you like when you've been, you know, kinda like groomed or that's right. Condition in a culture, you know, that's that's right. so, you know, right. technology, right. fast, fast paced, you know, true. you know what I'm saying? So that's so if true. you've been conditioned by that, you know, you don't you don't know that you have the choice to no. you know what I mean? So that's but, but that's funny. Because right. my when I that's what that's what I forgot to share when I, you know, spent that time in rehab, I came out of there with that. Wow, I thought I was stuck, but I wasn't stuck. Yeah. Right? right, I got choices, but yeah. I felt like when I was a little kid, I always felt like my choices or my voice was taken away from me. Right, right? so then I became a young adult. I mm. became an adult was feeling that way. But then when I was in rehab, it was like, oh my God, you mean to tell me? I could have been got out that relationship, mm -hmm. right? Or I could have been did this or been did that. Right. Because you're right? looking at it But I was, right, I was you're still looking through it. That's right, the lens of the little girl yep. that mm. felt like so-and-so had took my voice away from me or whatever. Wow. And a lot of us are still living like that. But we're here to tell you, you have a choice. Regardless of your circumstances, you have a choice. Wow. And yeah, there's somebody good. out there that loves you, and there's somebody out there that can help you. And I had to realize the importance of reaching out for help. That's key. That's key. Yes. That's key. You can't yeah. do life all by yourself. I know there's a lot of people out there trying to do life all by themselves. And believe me, I tried it too. Listen. <laughs> we we weren't were, even created that way. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like we were we were not we were not meant to to do life alone. Nope. Um to live life alone, right? You know, it's it's people it's people out here that are that are um, you know, that are that have been created, that have been crafted, especially for you, right? I think I think uh, most people, you know, it's like um, Eve, right? Right. She was she was made um, uniquely, right, for man, right, for Adam, right. So, and I think you know, and and that's still and that still is true now. It's like it's people out here that are made for you. So so it's like what I've what I've went through, what you've experienced, right? Um, we can, you know, we are now equipped and empowered and have learned, you know, various lessons, right? That that we can now share share with people that are that are going through um similar situations or that's similar right. circumstances. Right. And um, you know, so that that's what I'm saying about people being made uniquely for you. So if you're out there, you know, um, struggling with some of the, you know, mental you know, mental anxiety, you know, um 
depression, suppression, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and bondage to your thoughts. Somebody, mm -hmm. you know, you feel like somebody has taken your voice away. Mm -hmm. But listen, we're, we're here. We've been made for you, right? Like mm -hmm. we've been made for you. You got somebody to come to talk to, listen to, and, and communicate with that will help you get past that. Right. That's so right. that's good. Beautiful. That's awesome. That's Very powerful. True. You're not by yourself. Mm. A lot of us grew up feeling like they were, we were by ourselves. I just remember I had all these siblings, my mom, but I just remember feel, still feeling like I was all by myself. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. a that's, lot of times I will be by myself. That's a bad space. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's a bad space. But the day well, I being by yourself, yeah, yeah, it can be yeah, when, when you don't need to be by yourself, right? It's yeah. a bad space. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn, you know, know, pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to how you feel and know when you need to be around people. Yeah. Know when you need to be by yourself. You know what I mean? That you Find that balance. You yeah. said, the conditioning part. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, yeah. Like we are conditioned, like you don't, you come into this world, like a lot of people, you get conditioned like wrongly just from the family you was brought in. Exactly. Oh man, without a doubt. Like, you gotta understand. Without a doubt. Like, just, without a doubt. So you gotta, like your path is your path and as you go along your That's journey, right. you as you get as you get older, you just, God put that in there for you to know because like, I've just seen racist dogs. I'm like, how do you get the dog racist? Mm. <laughs> like, that's gotta, crazy like, right there, yo. Like, you know, how the <laughs> that's dog racist? That's like, crazy. Wow, condition. Because the dog was conditioned condition. to not condition. like black people, yeah. puppy. Yep. And that's how the family Remember, raised the dog. He was right. trained, yep. Right. That dog was trained and conditioned, you to know what I mean, to, like be, to be like that. Emotions. You'll see the dog walk past 100 <laughs> white people, Chinese people, and the yeah. second they see a black person, they get the growl, and you be like, how did they get? How did that dog get like that? It was yeah. conditioned. Condition. The same way we condition our children. Just like, yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say, because just some little children. children. That's why yeah. I, don't, I don't do certain things. I don't, I don't cuss around my son. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. use profanity around my son. Right. Certain things I don't do around That's him. That's right. right. And then certain things him. I will call his mom and then I'll tap in with her and have conversations with her to see mm -hmm. what she's doing around Right, him. got you. Because got when you. he come to me and he That's act right. a certain way, yeah. like recently we just had a, a, not an argument, but I had to tell her, I said, he is spending too much time on the game. Mm -hmm. She said, he don't be on the game. And I, said, not, I said, it's not about the time right. that you put in on the game. Right. It's about how much energy you What's putting into it. In him? Mm. It's conditioned because right. when you come home from school, mm. if the first thing you're doing is throwing your book bag down and running to a video game, yeah, that right. means even right. if you only spend an hour on it, it got too much to get. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I know Attention. my son. I know my son called me every day at five o'clock. Right. So now he's not calling at all. Or he called that now before he go to bed. Exactly. Then I know that something got his attention. He's getting Some, conditioned by something. What has his condition? Some, his something video. else is influencing him. I like that. Right. There you go. That's the word influence. Yeah. That's what it. It was influence. Yup. Yup. Yeah. Because my like brainwashing. My aunt, mama, I couldn't come right home and get on a video game. <laughs> Somebody, somebody commented and said they went and gave Marquise Motley a platform. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Christopher Rogers. Oh, uh, Chris, he shot. Yeah. That's my man. Uh, but uh, I couldn't, when I got home from school, first thing you do, you homework. Yep. That's homework. right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't we? That's Absolutely. Homework. I get this. I was like, I was too. playing the video game and homework. homework in the book bag. That's right. Homework. I lost it. I was like, yeah. you, man. Mm, homework. That's you right. Lost your mind. <laughs> some of them old schools, right? That, some of that old school training, still, we jealous. need that today. Yeah. yeah. If I had to go through it, you going to do it. Today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we did. You doing this homework. And then even after that, uh, wash up, mm -hmm. uh, chores. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then you go do all of that. That's why we can. And then you had a time limit on the game and stuff like that. Man. Exactly. We didn't exactly. even, we couldn't even go to school with our bed not made up. Like, you know? These kids. Now, 
Now, now let, let's stay on that. Let's stay on that for a second because I just, you know, I just thought about something that I just want to talk about for a second. Okay. You know, because because this is something that I have, um, you know, kind of just witnessed and experienced. And it's like, okay, you know, how you guys were just talking about. Like, we, we were raised a certain way. Like, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. we were raised a certain way, raised to do certain things, um, you know, couldn't even, couldn't even leave the house if your bed wasn't made or boom, 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 whatever the case. As yeah. soon as you get in from school, do your homework, do this, do this. Mm -hmm. Like, so we were, we were raised to condition a certain way, right? That's right. But what I've discovered from that is, is I think, I think that, you know, that how we were raised, it taught us good things, right? right? And, right. and disciplined us. But That's I right. think... But it, but it's also some bad in there, that's right. you know, which which I think leads to that's why we have, you know, like parents these days or like or young parents that that kind of is like, OK, my parents made me as soon as I got in from school. This is how I was raised. I had to do homework. I had to do this. So right. listen. So when my so when my kid come in from school, I going to put that pressure on them because, yeah. you know, uh, when, yeah. when dad that's told me I that it was like, oh, I come on, dad. It. So I so now it. that I got a son, I don't want him to feel like that. So I'm going right. to just let him rock, we, you yeah. know, we let we him do what he want. Passivity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So so I think like it's a it's a like a fine line. Yeah, it's like it those is. lessons, they taught us something. Right. right. That's right. But I think, but, you know, certain, yeah, but certain maybe, individuals, go ahead, go, I'm sorry. Maybe not as flexible enough that we didn't have some of that flexibility, which made me, which made me feel mm -hmm. like I, my voice was taken away. Right, right. Right? Right. Yes. You get so conditioned to right. this is how it's supposed to be, right. this is what you have to do, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So then when you wanted to, you know, promote some <laughs> type of change, you were shut down. Right. Right, yeah, but I've but I've discovered that like most most uh, people really don't um, they don't have the capacity to like the mental capacity right. Right, mm -hmm. to learn to learn how to like okay take the take the the lessons in the good That's that right. I was taught right. and spit out the bad right, right? because there's the, right. you know what I'm saying right. like because we because they need that exactly That's exactly. Right. And um and so we have we have to learn how to eat the meat and spit out, spit the, out bones. the bones. That's biblical. That's that right. 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 Back right. To what I said, as That's far right. as we all have our own journey, and God put that right. in you. So he put it in. So, like, if I'm telling, like you said, you don't want you let your son rock. Mm -hmm. I can't because mm -hmm. the lessons that I learned from them making me make the bed, right? Take the trash out, mm -hmm. do this, that, and the third. So the disciplinary part of it, he gonna he gonna. He's gonna reap the benefits from that down the line. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's you know, because right. I don't want to put him in a position to hit a wall. Exactly. Yeah, but I think, but I think um particularly in this age and generation, it's so it's so much people are people are offended easy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Like mm -hmm. people are so easily offended. Trigger. Um they they are they're soft, yeah, right? They're you. soft, they're passive. You 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 know, you you know. Discipline your child a certain way. Oh, that's abuse. It's like what? I just tapped his hand. Uh -huh. But but in this generation, you you can't even do that because it's like, well, well, don't hurt him now. Well, right. don't offend him. Don't don't uh, mm -hmm. don't be so don't be a, a a disciplinarian. It's like, but that's your role as a parent. Yeah. That's your role as a wow. father. But that's to to teach him the lessons you learn. But that's why that's why nobody parent. you know that's mm -hmm. why nobody have their own 
personalities anymore because of right. that. Like everybody want to do the same thing Condition. in our community yeah. anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It don't really go past a lot of basketball players and rappers and stuff right. like that. Right, right, right. Because right. everybody just is like, they give up so easy. Like, they, they give just up. run into the same thing. Everybody's yeah. just in the same room. Nobody yeah. don't know how to tap into their, mm. to nothing else outside yep. of yeah. just everybody in the same room. It's just You're right. everybody peanut mind. Isn't that still the same as sort of like being in survival mindset or in survival mode or mm-hmm. comfort? Mm-hmm. You know, it's about the comfort. I got to feel safe. It's the, they safety, feel safe. the safety yeah. zone. It's the safety zone. It's afraid to challenge. I just posted yesterday. Genius is one percent. Oops, sorry. One percent. <laughs> I ring the bell. Genius is one percent effort and ninety-nine percent perspiration. Wow. And wow. that's what I've been believing on for years. Right, like, right, right. Like, right. Powerful stuff. Just learning from the bottom. Like I taught myself how to play the piano. Teach. Like I'd like to take the hard route that everything. Right. You know what I mean, and and. I just nah, noticed see, that's, that, like a lot of well, people that's just challenging yourself. Everybody just want to just thing. take that one step to everything, and it's yeah. just like they easy, microwave they easy society, microwave society, basically. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody want to do no. You know, nobody want to wait for that home cooked meal no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's all. You know, which lead, which leads to a lot of. You know, which um. You know, is this evidence that um that a lot of that is so much anxiety. Right. Yep, exactly. That that is so much, you know, different mental things because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, everything is so fast paced. No yep. like nobody is cooking meals anymore. Like it's like it's it's no patience. They want it now. Right. Um so so when you when you want stuff fast, when you don't want to wait and when you can't wait or or you feel like you can't wait, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you 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 want to take the easy route. Like People want to take the easy route, you know, when it's when it's just like, oh, I want it now. I need it now. Let me get it quick. Let me get it easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, you know, that's that's not the way. That's not the way, and which is why a lot of people are are lost. Are lost yeah. right now. Right? Doing so. a lot of things where they have to um, reap the consequences yep. instead of thinking about the consequences before they take the action. Yep. Because there's always a consequence, mm. whether it's immediate. Yeah. Or later, there's a consequence. That's key. That's key. I I just told my son that too. I said uh, I said every choice has a consequence. That's right. Right. Exactly. Every choice has a, you know, like you said, whether you see it now or 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 later, or later there's mm-hmm. there's something that's going to happen from what you do, right? Yes, that's powerful. That's true. Um, he said, "How about families aren't sitting down and talking and breaking bread together?" Yeah, that's key. Mm-hmm. That's key. I mean, like, where where are you know? I want to know the family. It's so many. It's so much brokenness, right? Family ain't family no more. To exactly. Most of these, like families, like they. I just was talking to uh, my homie the other day, and I was like, my son didn't meet a lot of his cousins. Like I, my, I grew up with my cousins. Right. I don't know if it was four. Mm-hmm. It might have been 15, 20 of us on my aunt or my grandma on the floor. Or my, right. Yeah. I grew up, that was, we grew up as a family. That's right. All of my cousins. We all know each other, everything. So it just weirded me out. Cousin. My little cousin, my, 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 my little cousin, little Keith, my little cousin Darius, and my son. Mm-hmm. I don't think all three of them been together at once. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know my son is seven. Darius' son is about what? Two. And I know little Keith's son is probably about five. Mm-hmm. Five, six. And... That's just weird to me. Like right. that's, that just shows you how wild is, like everything yeah. is going. Like right, right. now. but right. like 
Like I said, people got to take the time to just slow everything down. Slow down. Slow wow. life down. That's slow 24 down. hours is important. Exactly. And I think we See, rushing. that's that's key. That is so powerful what you just said. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. But I just, you know, like when I when I hear something powerful, you know what I mean? I just have to kind of like stay on it for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you said, when you said that, you know, um, it's up to you to slow down. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think... So, so much of this, right? Like so much of this, we're talking about mental health, right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, a different pain and trauma that, you know, that leads to it. Um, so much of this is about, is about leadership, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the leader in you. That's right. So developing cool. the leader in you. Exactly. Because listen, because when you, if you are struggling in this microwave generation, in this fast paced culture, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's up to you, it's up to you to slow it down. But if you don't have the, the tools or the capacity or the mindset or, or the, the leadership qualities within you to be like, you know what? I know, I know this is going on. I know I got this going on. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what? Nah, my, my son need to be with his cousins. Right. Let me let me sacrifice this. Let yeah. me let me slow this down. Yeah. Let me cut this off. I'm, I'm yeah. That's right. Let me take initiative. Take initiative and slow it down. Yeah, work is calling. You know my. You know this is calling. Friends is you calling. know friends is calling. Mm-hmm. But I'm slowing it down because I'm slowing it down because you know it's it's, it's moving too fast for me. Mm-hmm. And when it's moving too fast. Everything is in disarray. That's what anxiety Some people is. Anxious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, anxiousness. I spend so much time anxiousness. Running, running ahead. Mm-hmm. I spend so, I spend so much ahead. time being anxious, trying to plan, and I'd be like, well, I'm going to do this, 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 and mm-hmm. this. And then you'd be so anxious, I'm not, I'm, Ain't got nothing done. Yeah, thoughts yeah exactly. Thoughts or got one thing yeah. done. Or locked into one thing yep. so long. I'd be like, I'm going to just watch this episode and... Then I'm going to go do this. Exactly. <laughs> then that episode turned into nine episodes because exactly. I'm so anxious and I yeah, just... That- you just gotta. Sometimes you gotta just get up and just say, "I'm gonna do this and just do it." Yeah, and just now, do it. Yeah. Nowadays you, know you can I mean? replay stuff, but yeah. I think that whole episode stuff is another form of conditioning because it, it just came out of nowhere. Like, why is everything episodes nowadays instead of a, a hour and a half movie? Yeah. Because it's another yeah. form of conditioning That's all it is. and distraction. That's, all That's good. It is. That's good right there. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Distraction and conditioning. Our, our society. Mm-hmm. Another thing to help waste time. Another wow. way to help waste time, something that's Another so, so that valuable. That's good right there, y'all. Very, very <laughs> valuable. Another, I love that. It's true. It's another way to waste time. And time and time is valuable, right? That's right. Like, I mean, it's time true. is time is precious. You don't know, like, you don't you don't know when it's gonna be your last day. That's right. You know what I mean? You don't how we take things for granted. You know what I'm saying? You're not privy, you're not privy to when you gonna check out of here. That's you know right. what I mean? So so, so it's kind of just like, you know, when you think about it like that, you know, um, it's like that, that, um, is more, that is more, that makes it more important. That makes it so much more important to like, to live life now, right? right. Yes. To live yeah. now, to, to slow things down, to smell the roses, smell to the enjoy roses. the journey, yes. right? You know, yes. you know, it's not, it's not about getting to a destination fast. That's right. It's about taking your time and smelling the roses mm-hmm. on your way to mm-hmm. wherever you're going. Really That's enjoying life. Time. Enjoying life. Enjoying life. Yeah. That's yeah. why God put you on his time. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Trust the process, don't rush the process. That's your right. time might yes, be a time. year from now. Yeah. That's right. You gotta enjoy everything leading Every, up to that year. Everything leading some, up some to people, that. Some that people, was such a big part. Some people, some people don't 
enjoy the process. They don't. That's right. When they get to the destination, they don't have a right. story or they don't have nothing. They just That's there. Right. Like, they don't got nothing. Yeah, they don't. They got get nothing. they get to the destination too quickly. You you, and you be an employee. Yeah, that's good right there. That's right. <laughs> you be an employee. I've done it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted I wanted a certain position. And when I got the position, I didn't even know how to work the position because right. I was curving around yeah. so much on my way to get into the position. And it was like, <laughs> I got to go back to the spec book. And then I got to learn how, as a chef, I got to go, I had to go back to the books and learn the temperatures of the uh-huh. certain steaks and the timing and everything. Right. Because I was taking so many shortcuts to get to mm. the sous chef. Once I got to the sous chef, I'm like, I'm here now. Right. I'm making this $24 an hour now. Right, right. And then they had to pull me to the side. Like, hey, you messing up. And I'm like, I know I'm not messing up. Yeah. <laughs> and then they hit me, I'm like, you know what? I was I'm taking a lot up. of shortcuts. No, you're messing up. You're messing up. I'm yeah. messing up. I was taking shortcuts. I was taking shortcuts for, impatient. For, for, for two years. Right? Wow. And then when I got, I finally got that situation, I wasn't prepared for it. Patience. Wow. So that goes back to being patient. It's a virtue, yeah. And, and knowing also how to cut some things off. Because in order to slow down, we have to some let some things go. Oh, yeah. And even some people go. Especially yeah. people that are that's toxic. always key oh, right yeah, there. Yeah. Especially well, people know. that are toxic. They will hold you down for and years. I don't care if your best friend you've been knowing from twenty years or that right. relationship you've been in for twenty years and you know for a fact you were supposed to let it go nineteen, twenty years ago. Right. <laughs> Finally you can let it go and right. begin to live your life. You trying to quit smoking weed? You got to let that person go that keep bringing the weed around. Exactly. Yeah. Let right? them go. They keep bringing the weed around. Yep. As long as you keep letting them in the door, you're going to keep smoking weed. Always exactly. trying to bite or trying to get you exactly. to go to that place. That place trying to get you to go because to that place. Because a lot of people don't want to be in that place by themselves. That's right. Because right. I've been that person. Misery loves company. I always bring the bottle. Right. That's just how I was. I didn't know I was influencing. Come right. on now. Right. That's right. right. Keep I it was real. influencing without knowing I was influencing. There you go. Mm. Keep it real. So keep I'm it real. poisoning me and you. Come on. See that? Now you that's good. Say it again. Now that's good. That's good. That's good right there. <laughs> because, you know, because a lot of people and. You know what? I think last week or last week or maybe like two weeks ago, um, me and Pete was talking and and he was he was uh, talking about a situation and he was saying how how he that he don't see himself. Right. Like, you know, it's like people people may have like whatever kind of thing about P. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's 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 this and he's that. But he's he's like, I thought everybody was like that. You know oh, what I mean? I like I didn't know that I was like when I when I would come around or when I would say certain things or like when I would talk to a man that like they would they would feel like offended or scared because I came. He said, I'm just he said, I thought everybody would communicate right. like exactly. that. Exactly. But but it's like, but he 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 didn't see himself. You know what I'm saying? Right. There you go. The false self. I talked. That's yeah. what I talked about. Yep. In the you know what I mean? Beginning. He didn't see himself because he didn't know himself. Mm. <clears throat> you can't. You can't, can't see, see what you don't know. What you don't know. <laughs> exactly. Can't see, you, what you see what you don't know. See what you don't know. But see, but you know, but I want to say it's like you. Like no matter no matter how you view yourself, like what you know, whether it's a you know whether you know really who you are or or you still trying to find out who yeah. you are. Oh yeah. You have you have influence. That's right. right. Like every every person, every human being has a measure of influence. That's right. Right. So, you know, you're so the way you act, the way you respond when you when you bring a bottle to the party, when you bring the weed, it's like it's like you said, you didn't know you were influencing or, or poisoning right. yourself and others. Right. Right. But but you were blindly. It's like you're blindly. But it's like, you know, so I want to say to people out here. It's like you have like whatever you do, you have influence. So, you know, so think about the people who you may be poisoning. 
right? Mm -hmm. Not only yourself, but the people you may be poisoning with with your actions, with your character, your character, character. traits, with Come how on. you respond, with how you approach people, right? You have influence and people are watching you. That's right. You know what I mean? So that's good right there. People, somebody's also, like, like they say, somebody's always watching. Somebody's always watching. Whether yeah, you want to be watched or not, somebody's always watching. Whether you want to be watched or not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the whole point of the influence part because, like, that's right. if, if, if you know the person that you influence mm. you must you got to know something about them. Yeah. So if you know that they're going through this or they're going through that or they're going, why would you keep influencing them? Exactly. Right. And that was, that's, like, the, the thing that I try to dial back on. Mm -hmm. I'm not... I, you get to choose how you influence. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. Negative no doubt. positive way you can influence the situation. No doubt. Now, a lot of people just choose the negative way and they just don't know that they're being right. negative. That's don't even know that they're being negative, though. So I think that's negative. That's their norm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because right. they've been conditioned. Conditioned. Been conditioned. Right. But it's, all, it's right. all mental illness to a certain capacity. It is, to a from, certain from capacity. From a level one to a level ten. Right. <laughs> right. Within there, it's, Some form. It's, it's all in there. Some it's all in there. people, it's just a one. Some people, ten. But at the end of the day, like yep. I said, I mean, if I'm bringing it, if I'm bringing the dope to the party all of the time, mm -hmm. I gotta look at me first right. because yeah. I'm self aware. I'm further influencing everybody right. at the party. It's you first. Right. It's us first. It's you first. Yeah. Right. If you remove good. yourself right. from the situation, right. maybe everybody will look. The biggest you might can save two people in there because right. they'll be like, "Why, well, Mario? Don't come to the party no more. Don't bring nothing." And they'll see what I'm doing over there. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe I need to get on that. Make some time. changes. Yeah. Oh, see, that's good. That's good. Changes. I just, I just thought about some. Challenge people to change. Exactly. So if you don't, if you don't frequent the same crowds anymore, right? That's if you right. don't, if you don't like have the same. You know, if you ain't hanging around the same people, you ain't hanging around. That's good. You saving somebody, yeah, right? See, before right. before you were destroying people. You know what I mean? But you know, those same people that that want you to hang around them again. You know, those same people that don't want you to evolve and grow and and mature in life. You know, it's like they they want you to keep destroying yourself and destroying exactly. others. So when so when you stop hanging around, when you stop hanging around the weed man, when you stop, you know. Doing this and doing that, you actually saving yourself, number one, and a multitude of others. That's right. So, so when you change, you save. My goodness, that's My goodness. good right there. And you and you show other people that you can change, or people can change, because everybody does not believe that people can change. They don't even that's, believe they can change. That's why everybody be. That's good, right? That's there. why everybody in the dark space together doing uh, the same yeah, thing so together. Many people. Because they don't right. believe they can change. They don't believe they, they all can in the change. same spot together because they all in the same predicament because right. none of them believe. So if right. one can give hope, right. yeah. you might hope. Can tap into that's two right. to three of them. Because the right. that's right. Because you know? there's a desire. Can't save them all. Can't save them all, but you can save some. That's right. You Absolutely. Never can save everybody. But it's the power at the end of the day. Yeah. The mind. Everybody not mentally fit. No, no. So like you just gotta tap in. Some people just. Gotta tap in, and the strongest survive. The strongest lead. Yeah, that's what my mom used to say. Mm. Strongest survive. Yeah, it's true. Hey, family. <laughs> yeah, um, man. Good conversation. Um, great conversation. Mm -hmm. Great conversation. And um, I want to say, you know, um, you know, because I, you know, it's so many powerful truths um that I've learned in life, right? You know, that I've learned from you guys coming, that I learned in life, that I learned from, that I learned from the Lord, and just everything he showed me right that's right amen um it's like it's like you know you could you could you could come up in an environment in traumatic environments right mm -hmm. abusive situations you can be conditioned and and poisoned and polluted 
by your environment, by your upbringing, by your parents, by situations, by toxic relationships. All, all that can happen, right? But I think, but we're living proof. And something that I want to say, we're living proof that, that you can change, right? That people, that there is a, you know, there is a fresh identity, um, a new identity that's awaiting for you. There is a purpose and plan for your life. Like you can, like it's possible. It's like you can, you can be under the influence of darkness and the devil and demonic spirits, right? Mm -hmm. And and it can feel and seem hopeless. Like there's no way out. Right. There's no way out of the hood. It's no way out of this um, situation. Right. There's no way out of this relationship. Right. Like I can't, I can't put this bottle down. It, it got me too, you know, deep in. Right. You, you may be in too deep. I don't care how deep you in. I want to say, you know, there's a power that can get you out, right? right. God's grace and plan for Amen. your life will get you out. I don't care how deep you in. That's right. You may feel like it's hopeless, but I'm telling you it's not. It's not. You know what I mean? Surrender. And, and your change is right around the corner. He What's changed that? me. Totally he changed me. I didn't know who I was. Mm. And he changed me. Mm. But I had uh. to surrender first, even uh. if it was just a little bit even if it was just god help me yeah yeah that was yeah. a start god help me one step at a time yeah. sum it all up. one step at a time learning self-compassion about life goes on that's right it sure wow will. man goes on. man listen um holds the whole podcast <laughs> i i love y'all thank y'all for coming <laughs> you already know. you're um, so welcome it was great I really, I really, really appreciate it. You're gonna be seeing, you're gonna be seeing them more. We'll you know be what back, I mean? right? Yeah, we'll yeah. Y'all gotta come back. So anyway, thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for tuning in. CMP, CMPRadio.net. Make sure you log on, tune in, stay connected. Chester City, you already know what it is. Born leader, holds the whole podcast. Mm. <laughs> Come on, P. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Small city, big dreams, big dreams. Nothing's up as big as it seems. So dream on. Small city, big dreams, big dreams. Nothing's up as big as it seems, so keep going. Uh, you only get one.